Hey guys, before I take you to today's content, I want you guys to take advantage of our pro web legal services initiative that we have going on right now in the second quarter of 2024. What is that? Well, it's a website that you get 100% full-blown website with one-year maintenance because with SSL certificate, hosting, etc., all for 50% less than the normal cost. This this offer used to be 4500 bucks. We're now giving it to you for 2250. 100%, no strings attached. All you have to do is go to the show notes right now and click on the link where it says Pro Web Legal and you'll get all the information. So until then, enjoy the show. Welcome to Marketing Solutions for Local Law Firms, the podcast that provides you with all the latest digital marketing tools, tips, and strategies you will need to implement in order to stay ahead of your competition. If you are looking to substantially increase your caseload in the next six months, this is the podcast for you. And now, here's the host of our show, the local business guy himself, Frank Deming. Hello, 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 everyone. This is Frank Deming, the local business guy. Welcome to another episode of Marketing Solutions for Local Law Firms. Happy Wednesday. Happy Hump Day, everyone. I hope you guys are having a rocking, rocking week thus far. Today is Meet the Attorney, and I have a great attorney for you as always. Um, We're going to be talking about something that has never been talked about thus far on this show since I've been doing the Meet the Attorney series. And we're going to be talking about business law and the person that I have uh, I allocated for you to talk about this is none other than the great Jonathan and Nicole. How are you doing, Jonathan? I'm doing great, Frank. How are you today? Loving life. Loving life. Um, I am glad that you were able to have the time to discuss uh, what you do and how you help businesses out there. But before we get into all of that kind of crazy stuff, who are you and what do you do? Yeah, well, you introduced me. I'm, I'm Jonathan. Uh, I'm an attorney. I've been practicing since 2005. Um, I, I'm a business attorney. And so what that means is I help individuals and, you know, entrepreneurs, small companies, medium sized companies uh, with their business needs. And that could be litigation. That could be transactional. It could be contract based, corporate kind of all things in that, those areas. Okay. Now, um, you know, I have very little knowledge about what, I mean, I see a lot of business law terms, but I have very little knowledge. So enlighten me a little bit as to what kind of cases you usually take on. Is it like, you mentioned contract. I heard you on that. So like what kind of like contract disputes of people, you know, not paying and stuff like that, or, or does it go deeper? Yeah. So I, I like to split it up between, you know, litigation cases, which are what you think of as, you know, typical going to the courthouse, lawsuits defense attorney, plaintiff's attorney, things like that. Um, and then I've got what I call more of my sort of um, transactional and, and corporate side, which is, you know, write, writing documents and it deals and things like that. So on the litigation side, you know, it could be a lot of things. It could be something as simple as I've got a customer um, who has an invoice that's unpaid and need to, need to go and enforce a breach of contract action. 
Um, it could be something more complicated, which could be uh, maybe a, a fraud representation in a business deal, um, or it could be a, a violation of some kind of you know business statute. Um, and what I also kind of lump in, in in business side could be you know anything that the business has an interest in. So that might mean they've got a, a real estate matter, um, or, or they're trying to go and stake a claim to some property or or defend some property or something like that. Um, but I do plaintiff and defense side, so I've got cases where you know, my client uh, gets sued for something. Um, and that could be just kind of the flip side of, of those types of things. Um, you know, on the the corporate side, um, that could be anything involving a, a contract negotiation or coming up with a new contract. They say, I, I, I've got something I've been doing for years. I never written down pen to paper. Let me get it in, in, a, in writing. So I'll help them formulate a contract. Uh, it could be a negotiation in a business deal. So the other side is you know, they have some kind of goal and they're trying to get there and they're, they're apart and they're trying to, trying to figure out how to do it. Um, I can help with that, advising rights on that, um, you know, and then ultimately kind of writing up the, the agreements or transaction or deals, anything like that, that needs to be done. Mm. Now, now you mentioned a, a couple of things with the, the contract. So out of curiosity, I mean, you know, a lot of, a lot of times these days, things are outsourced. Um, and let's say there's a contract dispute with uh, an outsourcing company from, you know, England or whatever. Do you help with those type of things or doesn't work? Yeah. And, you know, that's funny. I can think of a recent case I had where I represented a a, a company from New York City, uh, basically a, a company that imports products from China and from Hong Kong. Um, and they had been sued in California. Uh, so I'm a, I'm a California attorney, but also admitted in Missouri and Kansas. Um, and so uh, they had been sued by a supplier who was out of China, but filed suit in federal court in, in California. And so my job was to defend my client. Um, and it was a not not a great case. This this defendant had or rather this plaintiff had tried uh, in Delaware earlier and they got they got dismissed there. And then I was able to help um, get a good resolution and get get the case dismissed in California as well. And so, you know, that that's that's kind of a an example of somewhat of an international situation. And um if that had gone uh any further, I, I probably would have been taking a, a flight over to China to to work on the case. <laughs> <laughs> really? So you you your your services extend up until that, even taking a flight and going yeah, I, I didn't I didn't have to go that far to figure out um, logistically what would need to be done. But, um, yeah, there was a clause in the contract that said that if um, th- if they had to, it would have been in arbitration in, in Hong Kong, which is something I, w- I would have worked on for sure. Awesome. Now, what is what is the sweet spot? Like what are there is a particular industry that you like? I know you you know business law, but is there a particular style of business that you you enjoy working with you know for me it, it always comes down to the people um i don't i don't care what your business is you know as long, as long as you're doing something that's within the bounds of of the law um but i i, I like to work with good people um and so it, to me it can be anything i've got clients who are in healthcare, clients who are in construction clients who are in you know kind of import export clients who are, who are in you know pharmaceutical space um, and so there's some certain detail that I, I learn or, or already know about a lot of those industries. But a lot of the times the legal issues that they're facing are at least the skill set is, is pretty transferable. Um, so I, I just try to align myself with clients 
you know, to the extent I, I can be choosy about that and picky about that, I just want to make sure I'm working for good people who, who've got the right, right intent and, and right motives. Okay. Well, that's cool. And what about, uh, what about, you know, what about size of, of, of companies like mid, mid size, small company? What's, what's your sweet spot? Yeah. I mean, sweet spot. That's a good question. I, mm. I like, I like to give really, um, you know, d- direct service. And so w- what happens is I have a lot of, I would call that they're either solo entrepreneurs or, or they've got pretty small companies where they might have, you know, five to 10 employees. Um, but I've represented others, you know, who, who've been more kind of mid-sized companies. Um, the mm-hmm. sweet spot though is, is probably on a smaller side. Um, just because, you know, my, my accessibility and, you know, can kind of get my head around, you know, what, what they need and all that. You know, my former life as a, as a big firm attorney, which I did for 15 years, um, I was representing the biggest companies out there. So I've, I've done that mm-hmm. too. Yeah, you mentioned that uh, before we hit record, we were talking a little bit about that. So I want to bring back that, bring that topic back uh, since you know since we're on the air here. So um, you 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 stepped out on your own during the pandemic. Is that was that correct? That's right. And yeah. What, yeah. What, what what made you do that? What what made you make that step? Yeah. Well, that's that's kind of where it all starts. You know, <laughs> I, I, it's it's funny. Um, I still look back and it's quite a jump I took, you know, when I think about how that happened, but, you know, it was, it was about July of 2020 and I'd been a few years or a few months into the pandemic, you know, working remotely with, with my large firm at that point, you know, mm-hmm. everybody's trying to manage, trying to figure out what this new normal looks like. And uh, I, I'm kind of looking around and, you know, just with a combination of the, the shifted mindset, you know, from well, what am I doing and what do I need to be doing on a daily basis? You know, not just from, you know, financial requirements for income, but, you know, l- let's think about what's motivating me and how do I want to operate? And, you know, you get a taste of that, that kind of working remotely, that freedom, some of that, and then start to realize how there are other parts of my life that I probably was neglecting a little too much because I was stuck in an office a lot. And so I'm thinking, okay, there's got to be a way to make this work where I can keep doing what I like to do um, and, and then figuring out, okay, I can work for myself. I can generate, you know, these clients, I can get this stuff going and there's, there's just no going back now. We'll be back after a quick break. Hey guys, I hope you guys are enjoying today's content. While I have you on here, I want to introduce you to a promo that we have going on for the spring of 2024 for all legal practices throughout the U.S. I have an outstanding offer that we've never been able to offer before, but we want to do it because you have been an avid listener. We're only promoting this to people who listen to the show. So if you're an attorney and you are an avid listener to the show and you're thinking about possibly opening your own practice, you want to pay attention to this announcement. We are offering a full website with hosting, SSL certificate, online booking service, online appointment uh, management, and more and much, much more um, with a one-year maintenance all for $2,250. That's $2,250 one-time fee, and you have a full-fledged website. If you want to know more about this, uh, just give us a call at 888-416-7752 or send us an email at info at lbms.com. 
LLC.com. Just make sure that you heard you you mentioned that you heard it on the show and we'll definitely um, get you that discount. So with that, I'm going to bring you back to the content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once you have a taste of it, uh, it's something that you, you know, you, you you don't want to to leave. Trust me, I've been there, done that myself. Right. <laughs> um. So, so what? You know, I I know it's been what it's been three years now, four years. Um. It what what has been the your biggest success stories? I mean, this this show is all about positivity. What's yeah. what was the biggest success story where you felt you did the best for your client? Mm, well, I mean, that, that case I was just talking about was a great one because, okay, and I'll go into it a little more why that one was so great. Um, you know, the client, they had already won in Delaware. Um, mm-hmm. And and so they're, they're, they're kind of looking at me like, well, you know, this, this should be pretty easy to do because you can just point everything I had in Delaware. I said, well, guys, it's not that easy. You know, they're, they're trying to get another bite at the apple. We're going to try and get all these arguments before the court. Um and then we had a lot of back and forth with, you know, some details, some really close partnership with the client, which is really positive to have that a lot of support from them. Mm-hmm. And then I was able to go in and, you know, the motion I filed was pretty much granted out of the gate by the judge. Um, and what was funny is one of the opposing attorneys on the other side um, was from my old law firm. Um, and we kind of figured that out halfway through. Great guy, super positive, professional person, you know, great to work with. But it was nice to get just that little bit of victory, um, <laughs> you know, obviously for the client, but for myself to say, right. well, I, I beat one of the old guys, you know, which is nice. Um, how, and so that, how ironic it, is that? Yeah, it was nuts, um, especially because it was, it was a case out in LA and that's a huge legal industry out there. But you know, it's a small world, really, in a lot of ways. Um, yeah, but that, that's a good success. And then, you know, I just like these other ones where I'm helping. You know, a lot of times, if I'm helping new businesses get started, um, to see them get get some of their own success pretty quick. And so mm-hmm. that could mean I help them with corporate formation, or I help them figure out, you know, some some employment agreements or independent contractor agreements, anything like that. And then to see them go on. Um, and then actually their businesses run and mm-hmm. they're making their money, they're helping people, they're growing, they're building all that. It's nice to be um, able to be a part of starting that. Um, and I get a lot of satisfaction out of that. And, you know, just just kind of the the, the one-on-one or, or, you know, the two-on-one client contact and being available and, and servicing clients, you know, in, in a way where they're feeling like they're getting their needs met. And they can reach out to me with questions. Uh, it's just it's just a great, really just inspirational feeling um, mm. to do that. Because, you know, really, at the end of the day, that, that is why I became a lawyer was to help people, you know, navigate this kind of, you know, labyrinth of, of laws out there that a lot of people have no concept about. Um, and it, it's just really it, it's a it's a positive thing to be able to do that for folks. Yeah. And, and how, how, how are you getting these opportunities? Yeah, that's, that's a great question. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I, I started out, I just took the plunge, you know, Mm -hmm. I just jumped, jumped off the edge and said, okay, I I know I've got some (laughs) folks, folks out there, let's see what I can do. And, you know, it took a few months, you know, for, for anything to pick up and it still was just kind of an odd time. And then I got one, you know, pretty big client and that has just really snowballed into, into other clients. Um, So a lot of it has been referral based. So existing, existing clients, referring new clients or existing clients coming, you know, with repeat work uh, for, for new cases. Mm -hmm. Um, 
it can also just be, you know, other folks in my network who are not clients, but who I, I call like my referral base. And, you know, they, they say, Hey, if, if you've got an issue, talk to Jonathan. Um, so I get a lot that way. Um, I'm actually just now though, starting to, you know, kind of dig into some more, you know, marketing specific things. So working on a, a new website, working on digital marketing, um, trying to get those things out so that as, as blessed as I am to have a referral base, mm -hmm. uh, what, what I really want is to get strangers, <laughs> you know, people who just, you know, look up business attorney and, and find me, um, you, you know, or, or able to get some kind of lead to me um, that doesn't come directly from me or somebody in my network. Yeah. Do you have a team? You know, how's, how's that? How are you structured right now? Yeah. So I'm, I'm starting to do that. Um, I've got a, a, a small marketing team here, um, two folks who are working on that, you know, with me. Um, and it's all kind of happening at the same time. I've got a separate web, web designer and, uh, you know, graphic designer. Um, so we're putting it all together. I actually didn't start with a website. Um, I, I, I just haven't gotten around to it, uh, which yeah, is yeah. a great thing, but I figure I'm leaving a lot on the table. Um, so mm -hmm. I, I know that traffic's out there and talking to the, you know, the digital team, even before we really got started working, they, they were doing their own research and said, oh yeah, you know, there, there's an opportunity here. We think we can get you there. So I'm just in the process now of trying to get everything lined up with Google business profile and getting all that stuff, you know, really dialed in, uh, mm -hmm. to, to get, to get a launch done pretty soon. Good stuff. Good stuff. And, and what about for, for your, um, like, you know, when, when you do get a flood of people, you, you, are, you have the ability to scale, you have, you know, paralegals in your team. Do you have anything like that? Yeah. So what I use mostly are, are contract attorneys. Um, and, and I, I do nothing, nothing goes out of the firm without me looking at it. It's, it's just not set up that way. This is all internal, um, um, attorneys. And so they work for me. Um, they're not working for a client. Um, they, some of their work may directly, you know, end up as client work, but there's only one of me, you know? And so I've, I've got days where I have to push off something to another attorney. Um, and so I've got, um, so I actually just hired a, a really great one recently who I used earlier, um, earlier this month. Um, and basically it, it's a setup so that if a project comes in, I know that I've got somebody who is, you know, a, a 10 plus, you know, year experienced attorney who's qualified, who I can say, okay, can you get me a draft of this? And I give them the project, I give them the materials and then they flip it around. And I just kind of put the finishing touches on it, you know, with, with my approval and, and review and everything. Um, mm -hmm. and, and so I, I've got a couple of those contract attorneys, you know, they're, they're in the wings that they're on demand as needed. Um, and so that th that's the eventual structure um, is to once I get all this digital marketing dialed in um, and let's say there is, you know, a flood of stuff one month, um, I'm going to have these these contract attorneys ready to go, um, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and be able to to take that kind of overflow. Right. Gotcha. Um now the where, where where is your home base? I mean, you mentioned LA, you mentioned Missouri. Which is which is your, what's your headquarters? Yeah, so I'm in Kansas City. Um, okay. This is where this is where home is. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, I started my law career in California. I, I was an attorney in Los Angeles for eight years um, before I moved back in Kansas City, and I was an a attorney at that big firm here for seven years. Um, so that's kind of where you put my my two um, two locations. I've got an office in Kansas City. And then I've got one in LA. Um, and, 
You know, it just kind of depends on what month it is, but sometimes the majority of my work is Missouri and Kansas. Sometimes the majority of it's California. Uh, it's just, it's just a good blend, but I keep active licenses in all three of those States. Oh, okay. Well, cool. Cool. And so I would, would you say most of the cases come from California since it's just a big state or? You know, it, yeah, it just depends. I mean, right before we got on this call, I was working on some California stuff, but then later today I've got a, a Kansas lawsuit I'm working on. Yesterday was a Kansas lawsuit. Um, so it, it just varies and depends. Um, right. but yeah, there, there's a lot of, a lot of work out of California. I'll put no, it that I way. It. <laughs> yeah. It's a huge state. So I can imagine, um, out of curiosity. So let's talk about post can, uh, pandemic. I was just thinking about this. Um, cause you, you, you mentioned all these lawsuits, um, and, and you, you've been in the game over 15 years before you even hung your shingle out. Would you say that after the, uh, the pandemic, the lawsuits have increased or is it the same? Like what's, what's, cause I'm, I've been hearing a lot of law. I mean, I, I do a lot of digital marketing for attorneys and I do a lot of, you know, interviews on these on this podcasts with attorneys and I just keep hearing all these lawsuits happening. And a lot of it's been after the pandemic. Yeah. I, I think my, maybe something that happened, I haven't checked this with data, but a theory I've got is, you know, the pandemic did put a lot of lawsuits on hold um, and so there was certainly mm. a, ba- a backlog for a little while. Um, there was some pent up, especially jury trials were were not able to happen for a while. And mm-hmm. so I know that there was a backlog of those. Um, they have gotten to a lot of those. Um, so I'm not sure that that's the whole explanation, but that's part of it is there was a pause in the legal system. And, you know, especially in a court system like Los Angeles County, um, it can take a, a long time to get a hearing date let's say I want to go file a motion for my client, it might not get heard for six months or nine months. It's just a busy court system there anyway. Um, I I think another maybe component other than, you know, some some kind of backlog from the pandemic um, is that there's just people thinking, well, we got to, we got to get going on it. We got to just go for it because they, they don't want some other issue that might pause the legal system you know, to come up. And so they're thinking like, if we've got some claims, now's the time to do it. Let's not wait. Let's go ahead and go for it. Um, you know, and, and then there's sort of like a greater factor, which could be, um, you know, just, just kind of like the cost of doing business. Um, and, and this, you know, companies thinking, well, we've got to really protect what we've got now. Let, let's try and go. And, you know, if we were wrong, let's try and get compensated for that. You know, um, th- there's a lot of factors into it. Yeah, it's incredible. It's, it's been happening so much. Um, I'm going to ask you a question that's a pretty, I've asked this question to all oh, the attorneys that come on the show, just out of curiosity. What do you feel separates you from other business law attorneys out there? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, and I'm always trying to hone down on that more and more. I think the one thing that I hear back from clients or I hear back from my referral basis is people just like to work with me. Um, and there are definitely some attorneys out there who are great at what they do, but they don't have the best bedside manner. Um, they may not have. Yeah. I mean, or they may not be responsive. They may not be somebody that, you know, not, not that you have to have this with every attorney, but they may not be somebody you want to sit down with, you know, and, and have a beer um, or a mm. coffee. Um and so what I try to do is I try to balance, you know, my expertise and experience 
with being personable. Um, because, you know, even if you're representing a, a Fortune 5 company, it, that company is made up of people, right? And so somewhere there's a decision maker, somebody who's got emotions, you know, somebody who's got their own kind of personal interests, you know, that are that are at issue. And you got to be able to, you know, understand their their interests, you know, what what factors are motivating them, what things are roadblocks for them. You know, there's a little bit of a kind of psychological component to it. So I try to bring that to it doesn't come up in every case um, or with every client, but mm-hmm. that's something I, I try to do. So it's, it's a certain kind of human sensitivity that I try to bring because, you know, most of the other stuff, a lot of a lot of people can write a breach of contract lawsuit or, or defend one. Right. So what, what's the X factor? It, it's the personality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no, that makes sense. And can you can you do it for cross states? Like, for instance, I'm in New Jersey and, uh, you know, since I know you, I can say, hey, uh, John, I need help with this. Can you do that even if I'm in New Jersey and you're and you practice in L.A. and and in Missouri? You know, it depends on the issue and it depends on the state. Um, And it's funny, I got asked to do something in New Jersey about maybe a year ago um, Mm -hmm. on a a merger and acquisition matter. And I looked into it and New Jersey had a specific requirement. Um, But in order to do that type of work. And usually all it is, is finding a local attorney to be like my sponsor, you know, especially if you're, if you're doing something in, in state courts in litigation, um, you do what's called pro hoc vice, where you appear for a limited purpose just for that case. And you've got a local attorney who's, who sponsors your pro hoc vice application. Um, when you get into things like contracts um, or, you know, kind of corporate side, uh, some deal work or things like that. It's a little hazier because you're not going in front of a court, um, but you still should be admitted in the jurisdiction or get a pro hoc sponsor. So I have done work, you know, other than where I've been admitted. Um, I've done a lot of cases in Florida, done a lot of cases in Texas, some cases in Iowa, just kind of all around. And, you know, I go and get a temporary admission in order to do that. Oh, okay. So there's a, there's a process um, that you have there. That's that's what I'm curious because you I'm I'm still amazed that well you do it with with the contractors you have the contract lawyers I'm assuming but uh, it's amazing I mean uh, I'm assu- I'm assuming there's a plan to scale so if you were to come back on the show say a year from now you'd be scaled up and 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 totally different like you know you have a team with uh, at hand I'm assuming you have a plan yeah. Yeah. I mean, if it was going to be, I'm not sure what the timeline is really going to work out to be, but you know, what I would hope in the near future is there's enough uh, intake coming in where Mm -hmm. I need, I need to have like three to four to five folks helping me out. Um, I'd love to be able to support, you know, three or four or five other folks, you know, in their own journeys of, of, you know, having kind of independent law work. Um, You know, a lot of these, these contract attorneys who, who I work, they're essentially consultants, um, and so, you know, I'd love to be able to hire, you know, four or five of those and, and be feeding them a, a regular amount of work so that mm-hmm. they're able to, you know, just, just rely on, on us. So that's the goal. You have to get to a point where, you know, there's enough of the work coming in, um, that, that I have to have these other people to do it. Um, I know yeah. just for my own sanity, I, I, I would, I want that as soon as possible. Um, because, you know, as an attorney, I, I think most of the attorneys would, would agree, uh, you know, 
cases can keep you up at night. You know, you're thinking about something. Did I do this one little thing? What about that? Oh my gosh, what if I don't do that? You know, there, there's a real sort of uh, anxiety component to it or, or worrying component to it. Um, but if I've got, you know, three to five attorneys working with me who I trust and who are, you know, committed, um, that that's going to be the solution there. Gotcha. Um, I asked you, you know, what made you want to hang out your shingle and everything, but I didn't go back to the beginning. What, 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 what made you want to become a lawyer in the first place and why business law? Yeah, good, good questions. Um, you know, the, the original motivation, I think a lot had to do with where I was in, because I was definitely thinking about it in, in high school and, and then in college, just kind of my natural skills are uh, analysis, uh, writing, speaking, reading, um, you know, and and later have, have got a lot more toward uh, resolution. And so understanding issues, trying to come up with options to get two sides to come together and agree to something. So I sort of have these these natural inclinations to the things that people do as a litigator or or maybe as a, a, a contract corporate side attorney. Mm-hmm. Um, and so th- that's really what what kind of drove me into doing it. Um, and, and it was, so it was, it was a part of just thinking like, okay, well, these are the things I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good at. I've gotten, you know, good grades or good comments or remarks about it. So why don't I go ahead and try and convert this into, um, you know, a, a law career. And then from there, you know, business law, that's, that's, that's a tough one because I've done a lot of different things over the years. Um, and I still do a lot of different things over the years. And so, you know, what I try to say is I'm a problem solver. Um, and, and most of the times people's problems are, are business related that, that come to me. Um, and so I do try to, you know, try to handle those, but, you know, I've done the random dog bite case, you know, somebody, uh, had, had a dog attack and, you know, helped them out with that kind of a great settlement on that. Um, you know, and then s- some other cases involving, uh, government entities and, you know, doing kind of very not business related things, almost more constitutional law type work. Um, and that's another thing about being solo. Um, you know, I, am able to take a lot of different type of work and, mm-hmm. you know, and, and practice in areas. Yeah. Especially when you're in a larger firm, you're pretty siloed into one practice area or one industry, but I'm able to do a lot of different things. And so, yeah, business attorney is certainly, you know, what, what I'm, um, what I market, what I promote, mm-hmm. what, what is most of what I do and most of the types of clients that, that I would like to have. Right, right. Because yeah, that's that's the kind of work you enjoy. Right. Awesome. Um, well, I mean, this has been this is a great, great information. Um, I was gonna ask you about the website, but that's not up yet. Uh, so I, I almost think, I, I think you are you and I are connected uh on LinkedIn. So I would love to put your your LinkedIn information on the show notes here so people can get a hold of you in case they want to. Um, but um if 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 before I let you go, um is there anything I did not ask you that you think will benefit the audience? Oh, great question. Give me a second. Wasn't, wasn't prepared for that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, one, one thing you could ask, or I'll just go ahead and speak to it is, you know, I, I try to, I'm traditional in a lot of ways, but I'm also try to be cutting edge, you know? And so mm-hmm. the, the best thing for that is um, trying to use 
really good legal products out there that are tech-based. And so anything I can do that saves my clients time, anything I can do that that saves me time, uh, ultimately is, is going to help both of us. Um, and mm-hmm. so, you know, I leverage a lot of, you know, just client portals and um, just as many electronic solutions as we can. You know, gone are the days of, you know, sending a courier to somebody's house to sign something and to bring it out. You know, occasionally that comes up as a requirement, but I try to make things, you know, for my own purposes as efficient and as, you know, positively tech-based as possible. And then the clients really appreciate that. They pick up on it and, and they embrace it. That comes up as a requirement? The, the courier thing? You know, there are some things that do require uh, original wet signatures that have to what? be notarized. Yeah, there, there's the, the, it's changed a lot. There's so much um, digital verification now that I think we're eventually going to go away from that. But there are some things that have to be notarized, you know, and, and you can't do that. They yeah. do have an they do have an e-notary service um, mm-hmm. that I, I've yeah. seen in a lot a lot of cases, um, but you know not all jurisdictions are caught up on it. So yeah, sometimes you, you still might have to do that. Wow, I have not I never, I didn't know that. That's interesting. Learn something new every day. That's why I love doing this, guys. I love I yeah. learn these things because I I would have never I would have thought yeah because I know about those um, electronic uh, notary you know it's just a software it's and it's very cheap so I don't know why you wouldn't. <laughs> right, right, right. Do it. But hey, it is what it is. Everyone sometimes these people are hard to convert. Uh, but yeah, this is this has been great. I mean, it's, it's, been, it's been a pleasure interviewing you. I, I think um I think you have a great service. Um, and I would love it if we can help you with with this and you know, just just by distributing this podcast to to people and 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 having people discover who you are. Hopefully that will help. Um, and you know, much success to you. I mean, I love success stories like that. You started out on your shingle after the, the pan, well, during the pandemic, I should say. And, and here you are not even with a website and have the success that you've had. That is something that's outstanding. And for people like myself, we're in awe because we do everything with websites. So <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate those words. Yeah, I, I, I try to I try to recognize that every day. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's been a great ride and just getting started is what it, I like to say. Yeah, it's a blessing. And we would love to continue uh, monitoring your success uh, throughout the, the, the interwebs, you know, look, and you know, feel free to come back anytime and, and set, tell us, you know, how how different you are a year from now or two years from now, whatever it is. Um, and, you know, we would love to be here. To, to have a follow-up conversation um, but uh, if, if you're up to that I look uh, forward to it awesome with that I'm going to put an end to this episode this has been Frank Deming of the local business guy and you've just been blessed by the great Jonathan Nicole take care everyone until next week peace out Thanks for listening to another episode of Marketing Solutions for Local Law Firms, the podcast that provides you with all the latest digital marketing tools, tips, and strategies you will need to implement in order to stay ahead of your competition. If you would like to know more about the topic we discussed in the show today, reach out to Frank and his team at 888-416-7752 and schedule a discovery call with one of the marketing consultants. If you'd like to be a guest on our show, send an email to podcast at lbmsllc.com and we will put you on the schedule. With that being said, until next week, make it a successful digital marketing day. Peace out.